What's up, everybody? This is Usika from the Necked Out Podcast. Before we start this episode, I wanted to address something. I'm part of an online music forum with various producers from the Brooklyn Fire family, and recently one of our members passed away. His name is Stefan Pruett, also known as The Guidance. He was an electronic music producer and a huge supporter of everyone in the group, and he always had his spirits high. He passed away on Saturday after his friend Jeremy Dawson was doing a wellness check on behalf of Stefan's girlfriend. Stefan was 35. He leaves behind amazing music and had just finished an EP a day before his passing. Losing a creative from any platform always hurts and is never easy, but everyone in the group vowed to keep his legacy going by loving and producing great music. As his immediate family is clearly hurting right now, we want to extend our deepest condolences and I will be posting updates on my social media account about any donations you can make to the family. Rest in peace, Stefan. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Next Out Podcast. This is your host, Usika. What up, everybody? This is Beast. I'm joined by... My amazing, lovely co-host, as per usual. Yes, sir. Nothing short of sexy. Hey. <laughs> oh, how's it hanging today? It's cool, dog. Is yeah. it hanging a little low today? It's, it's a little it's hot. Low, it's a little hot. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But Loki, kind of excited for this podcast. I am too, dog. The reason why? The reason because we have a, a very special guest. Yep. Yep. This is a mutual friend of ours. Yes, sir. So both of us know him. And, and the uh, people that are listening might know him too. They probably might, and might have heard they, some uh, stories about him already. Yeah, I think we might have some legends. About him. I don't even know if we've spoken about him on this podcast, but doesn't I, matter. I kind of mentioned them. I kind of mentioned them. Uh, Did you really? Yeah. When? Last podcast. Very little. Very little. Oh backstory. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's backstory to yeah. this, man. I remember. I remember. Yeah. But anyway, for the people that don't know who he is, he is bound to know who he is. So, please help me welcome our good friend. The man, the myth, the legend, Ernie. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Ernesto Martinez. Yeah. Hey, what's hey, good? Let's okay, go, he did, it, he did his own intro too. Fuck. I did not know that my name was known in the streets like this. Hey, I'm sorry. You're the goat dog, dog, Neto. I'm a myth out here. Netito. There you are, dog. Uh, Hoover Low Street. Key. People know. People be knowing. <laughs> <laughs> Your resume's out there, dog. Your reputation is out there. I hope not. Bro, I, I don't think I've met someone that don't know you in our circle. Like, that I think true. everybody, there's a broad spectrum of people that know you. I hope they know something good. Yeah, dog. God damn. I mean, that's up to you. God damn. <laughs> Whether you let, Y'all making whether, me nervous. Nah, nah, you good. Nah, you good. I'm a little <laughs> anxious now. <laughs> you good, dog. You good. Can I leave? Yeah. No, yeah, no, you're here. We, we, we got you here for like an hour, dog. You good? You good, dog? Sixty, sixty minutes. How, how you That's doing? It. I could do that. Yeah, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. Sixty minutes. Mm-hmm. It's doable, dog. In and out, bro. And then yeah. we run in the back. In, nah. Sure. So oh. I like, I like to actually <laughs> talk about the environment they have me in right now. Okay, oh, talk about damn. talk so, about our our sex so dungeon. So to begin it? with, so to begin with, you like in the studio? Brian has me sitting on a couch. A gray couch in a white room. Yeah. He dimmed the lights a little bit and they're recording me. I think we've all seen something like this go down. <laughs> I, I bro, don't know why this is only good. on audio. That's what they're trying to say. I've I been messing with the vibes, dog. Like, if you have the right energy, it's, it's dope. So, 
I've no, dimming I've the lights is what it Correct. takes. I've I've noticed noticed he, he likes it with the lights off for sure. I That's do. what she said. I mean, last time when we were uh, in the room, we had uh, this man has dope LED lights that mm. like light up. Oh gives, yeah, like, yeah, a yeah. Whole, like studio vibe thing going on. Mm. So, so it's like a little like a little ambience mm. in the back yeah, of my bro. monitor, my screens. Mm. So he likes. We gotta be about that, bro. He just, he just likes turning the lights off. That's it. He likes being in the dark. I like I like I like the setup. The vibe is cool. Though. It's that like is vibras. true. All right, so Ernie, talk to me. How was your day? It was today. well, actually. What'd you do I, today? I did a lot. I actually prioritized you guys around my schedule. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's what it. Geez. I saw you know we're popping, dog. I rushed my workout. No way. I, um, yeah. You still finding time to work out during these times? Of course. Even wait, wait. Even when the so you went closed. to the gym? No, did I did you go not. To I did not. Um. Little calisthenics. Hey, oh, pull okay. up oh the shit. Hey. Okay, calisthenics, Make sure, make sure I brought my uh, my gloves with me. No you way. Can you grabbing those poles? Gloves to the oh, pole. Oh, oh, I thought I, you were taking gloves for something else. No, no. We, we, we wearing the gloves. Out, we, we protected out here. We strapped up. Damn, bro. Wait, so <laughs> what, what should we doing, though? No, well, no. I just did some pull-ups today. Just some, some baby pull-ups? pull-ups? Yeah, a little baby pull-ups. Yeah? A little back attack. Are, are you like, uh, are you into calisthenics? Like, where, with the whole uh, muscle-ups and... Honestly, like I like, what I do yeah. like about them is that it's their their strength is pretty like natural. They're yeah. naturally very strong. Like to yeah. to do body weight. Yeah, heck yeah, bro. Workouts is completely different from yeah. from isolated workouts. Yeah, yeah. Right, tricep, like bicep, bells and yeah, stuff. dumbbells. Exactly. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I, that's what it, dog. I'm I'm like, I like that type of workout. Like I used to do a lot of pubs when I was younger. Correct. Now I could probably do bust out none, but <laughs> <laughs> but I remember dog feeling of like pulling the weight and everything, just like your natural body weight is with it. Wait, no, what, yeah. what was the most you ever did, Beast? Pull ups? Yeah, uh, I would do sets. I would do sets. I would do like ten sets of ten. You never did any like consecutively, like until failure. No, nah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to burn out like that. That boy beast the warrior. There was a, boy, a there was way too much body mass for me to keep going past really? ten. Yeah, so I could only do like ten, stop, then do the push-ups, oh. and then let my back rest, and then do it again. Okay, but it's possible. Oh, it's yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah. There's there's men out there, grown ass, yeah, legit ass men in in the in the pen though. <laughs> they probably in the pen. <laughs> <laughs> they probably they more like more than likely in the they're pen. They're doing it up there. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah. Hit good twenty five. But they're getting, they're doing pull-ups out of pounds. beer. Yeah. They're doing pull-ups out of fear. No, they're doing out of survival. Oh, survival! Dog. Yeah. To, you gotta, you gotta survive in there, bro. Hey, talk. T- you gotta tell us that story. <laughs> you gotta tell us that story. <laughs> My story, dog. <laughs> Your coworker. I don't remember. <laughs> you used to do a. Well, you used to do a like shipping or whatever. Uh-huh. You had a coworker who was in the pen. Oh, <laughs> tell us that story. Wait, wait. he was in the pen. And he got stabbed in the back. <laughs> well, it's because there's there's a few of them that I know. Yeah, well. All right, um, point is, <laughs> yo, I can't believe you. I told you that, bro. Of course you did. I'm your dog, bro. That's crazy. Who else you gonna tell? Yeah, yeah besides yeah. your dog. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Wait, so you got a story? Well, I mean, I, it's because I know people. Like I knew, I met two people that got stabbed in prison, bro. Uh, one of them, one of them. Okay, okay. So one of them was weird. I was working at, as a security guard at the time, and I see this dude. That's not supposed to be where he's at. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, yo, I'm about to go punk this man. Tell him to kick rocks. <laughs> so I walk up to him or whatever. And then I clearly, as soon as I like start talking to him, I find out that he ain't going nowhere. Like, 
I, I knew that he's done time. I knew that, you know. Um, so, <laughs> so basically, yeah, we start chopping up. He starts telling me that he just got out of prison three months ago. He's tatted down, like, from the neck down. Oh, shit. Um, and, yeah, so we got we started talking. And, um, <laughs> wait, are you talking about... <laughs> Are you talking about the dude that, that got stabbed in the back yeah. and they put coffee on his back? <laughs> <laughs> so listen, okay, this is what I'm talking about. The this is the story I remember. going on, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro? So, so Tell Brian, me what you remember, dog. Brian worked at some fucking loading dock. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was at the warehouse. At the warehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. So Brian worked there, and he's at my house, and we're just chopping shit up. And he he's like, I know I met this guy who went to jail for a couple of years. <laughs> mm-hmm. I said, "God damn!" He said, "Yeah." He told me when he was in the pen, his housemate or whatever, yeah, yeah, the cellmate, yeah. his the housemate, cellmate. <laughs> his roommate, huh? his roommate. <laughs> that said his housemate. <laughs> that boy is ha- his cleaning little, lady. Yeah. <laughs> nah, cleaning man. I'm yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, mom's the floor with anybody, and and um, so he's telling me that they would work out together and everything. And he had let him know prior to them going out to the yard yeah. that there was going to be a fight. Uh-huh. Okay. And he checked them. He said, hey, you better run hands. Uh-huh. Like, I better not be I better not be seeing you out here act like a bitch. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and he's shitting himself. Oh, shit. It's your first prison fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? He probably a buck 50 soaking wet. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> on a good day. On a good day. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, they went out there. It begins fucking. Yeah, it pops off. Yeah, I remember. I know which one you're talking about now. It begins WrestleMania, right? Yeah, yeah. So what happened was this man was 17 at the time. Mm-hmm. He got convicted as an adult, so he goes into like the real prison. Oh shit! And that's exactly what's going down. Uh, they're giving them the rules and everything. So he goes first day. There's a riot that pops off, and you're supposed to fight. When there's a riot, it doesn't matter what's going on or who you kick it with or whatever. You have to pop off. And this mm-hmm. man decided not to. Well, he didn't decide not to, but I think he was cautious and he just like stayed back. Uh, point is, his homie comes up to him after after everything goes down. And he's like, he's like, yo, what happened? You good, dog? You good? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. You know, he's like, look at my knuckles. He's like, I'm clean, dog. Like nothing happened to me. I'm good. And then he's like, yo, check this out, bro. Next time there's a riot and I don't see your hands dripping with blood. Oh, shit. We're going to have to go to the back. And I think he told me he was gonna have to poke him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was gonna have to get so he's gonna have to get some people to poke him in the booty, bro. What? No way. Yeah. So he goes. He go. Is that a threat or is that an invitation? It was a promise. <laughs> it was a promise that next time it went down and it popped off that mm. he had to do it. So he said he was like Brian. I couldn't sleep. Like <laughs> I couldn't sleep for the first week that I was there. That boy had insomnia, bro. He he was <laughs> afraid. He was like. Because this is his own people uh, in the prison telling them this. Yeah. People that supposedly you got back. your back. Uh, you know, so so he was scared, dog. Just like, imagine any 17-year-old going into big boy prison. Yeah, he thought he was going to wake up with a dick in his ass. Or yeah, 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 yeah. So that was his first experience, bro. You know, it's crazy. I've never seen that man again ever since that, that day that, that I met him. No, but we, tell him about the second fight where he's, he was actually getting down this time. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, actually getting down this time. And as he's fighting, he just feels something in his back. Just, <laughs> just a smooth little clap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then 
that he just goes down. Yeah, yeah. He just he, goes down automatically. Automatically goes down. Just and um, it was it was yeah, a yeah, fucking yeah. knife in his. It back. was a knife in his back, and then um, so what he said was that people when they know that this, that stuff is going down, uh, they carry like little pockets of uh, coffee, like ground coffee, mm-hmm. with them, uh, so that because. Once you hit the floor, no one's gonna come to you, to your rescue. So you got to be your own rescue, and then they just st- like put, stop the bleeding <laughs> with a whole ton of coffee, bro. What the fuck? Yep. And that's that's, that's real. That's some shit. Like they put coffee does that? And yeah, because it, 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 it just helps it clog the uh, the place the that's like bleeding. So oh, the blood shit. starts to clog, and then the the coffee kind of helps it clog no even more, way. so it doesn't uh, spew out as fast. Yeah. Yeah, bro. He, he definitely learned a, a lot in there. It's yeah, crazy, fuck, though. Fuck the California prison system. You feel me? Bro, that's crazy, <laughs> dog. I can't believe you uh, You remember, remember these stories remember, like that, bro. I told you. I've we, told you. We have plenty of stories, of stories to go bro. back on. Yo, wait, wait, wait. Before we get into anything else, how did, uh, how did you meet this man right here? What was... Damn. Okay, we got to go remember. way, way back. He don't remember. I do remember. Hit no, that. Hit. I think I, I remember the most, like... This is the most recent memory I have of me meeting uh, Ernie. Mm-hmm. So basically, I invited a couple of friends over to my house. <laughs> okay. And uh, I put like this little microphone on my on my fucking carpet, okay. right? And it was like it was just one microphone, and there was like four people just wrapped around, like a fucking tribal circle or okay, something. Okay, but why why did you put the mic? So the microphone was there to just record. And this is around the time that I was oh, producing. Oh, so you were like doing was podcast. Yeah, was doing music. Pre-podcast. Bro, you were doing podcasts was before podcasts pretty was much, out, bro. Pretty much. And then, um, so I put the microphone down there and I was like, all right, when y'all spit. And I put it like, an, I put an instrumental in the background. Yeah. And so <laughs> they start going off. I, we have a friend, uh, Tokyo. Tokyo was there. Okay. I yeah. forgot who else was there. Cheese was there. Cheese. Wancho. Cheese. Wancho. Chicho. Chicho was trying to be a rapper. That didn't go as planned. And then, um, Dang, you still Chicho. talking shit about Chicho? <laughs> no, nah, bro, it just didn't. I mean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and so, anyway, so hey, then that's when, you, like, that's when he started flowing. And I was like, oh, this little kid's pretty good. And he was skinny as fuck bro, back then. I, I was like, oh, this little rat's Wait, pretty how good, dog. How old is he? Who? How old were you when you uh, met him? I think you were like, I forgot what age. I was oh, like, I was a, young. when I met Usika, like I was 14? 18. I think no, I, was I was 18. You were No, 18? you weren't. 18, 19. Hell no. 19, 20. No, it oh, was maybe. it was Actually, nineteen, maybe, maybe. nineteen, no easily way, nineteen. Yeah. Oh, bro! Wait, was I was I out of uh, Marshall you at were that point? Definitely out of Marshall. So then, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but anyway, that's how we met, and then like, you were we eighteen. Started... Yeah, you were like nineteen, twenty. You hadn't turned twenty-one yet. I must. Sure. I think I was twenty. Twenty-one. Yeah. Twenty. Yeah, because then when I turned twenty-one, we started so, going. We started going wild. Remember? So yeah. you were so you were sixteen or seventeen. I think so. You were like seventeen. You were, it's because you're two years younger than me. Right, yeah, you're yeah, 94. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm 92. Okay, so okay. Logically, you're two years younger than me. Okay. So that's. I think that was the. F- I was that the first time that we met. Yeah, that was. Okay, oh, so right. then that's everybody how everybody started him. rapping, so, and then you know the boy pulled up. Wait, so were you still staying at the same spot? Uh, I was on. Uh, no, that was a different house. I was, was on uh, on Dillon Street. Mm-hmm. Oh, never, never. That is yeah. true. Yeah, so I was on Dillon Street. You remember that house? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> So yeah, I met him there. So um, then, so then you got you know on the mic spitting. So then yeah, then so we'll then he started bars, he started rapping, bars, and then I was like, I looked at him and I was like, you, 
and Tokyo like have the the most potential out of the bunch. <laughs> I was acting like a fucking A&R manager, bro. <laughs> trying, like, to, trying, to, real, trying to find bro. these fucking artists He said, shit. I found the next Andre 3000. And so, I was on his Simon Cowell stuff, dog. Who, me? You. I look, he was. Telling I was people telling who are going to make it. It's like, yes, for me. And so I couldn't, I like, we just started working together and he just started rapping and shit. And that's how, like, ended up like going Wait, to his house guys, and shit. You guys like made projects together? Yeah. We no made music way, together. We made songs yeah, together. Yeah, but we never, I, I never put it out I, like yeah, that. Yeah, but what I realized about rap at, yeah. at 18 was mm-hmm. that it's not easy. Oh. It's not easy to go in there mm-hmm. and it's like you need a confidence. Okay. You like, you need to actually believe what you're saying too yeah. and you need to deliver yeah and and some people can't deliver and i was one of those people no i couldn't way. deliver i, I was I, eight mile with it for a little kid he was like he was very confident i was and, confident and i and i i was surprised too i was like there's no way this little kid could rap dog yeah but then he surprised me and so from Bars. then on like yeah, i yeah. fell in love with him Bam. Hey. <laughs> nah, that's but why, Usika, Usika, yeah, Usika got a, a great soul in him too. You feel yeah. me? He easy to 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 be around. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You yeah, understand bro. that? Uh-huh. You feel me? Yeah. So yeah, then, so then, yeah, we 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 met over a couple of a couple a freestyle uh, bars, a freestyle circle. Yeah, basically. So, then, so that was it. And that was, and then yeah, we just started connecting after that. We just started, and we would have like. I would go to your house or like you would come to mine. Oh we would we would get in the car. We would have like deep conversations. Do you think you still have like yeah. any of those old tracks? Somewhere I I, deep, I, deep, I think deep. I do. That's I think I do. Oh, you gotta show. I won't play it now. I'm, those are things we're not gonna play. No, you don't have to play here, but you gotta show me, bro. I'll try to find them. I'm pretty I, sure I, I want to listen to one of these. I'm, have I emailed them to you? I'm Let me sure. just put a sweet, a sweet sixteen right now. How about that? What? what? I got something for you. I got something right now. No, I fuck with you. Oh, oh, don't get bro. me excited, hey, dog. Yo, hit this man with some like something oh. right there. That was wrong. Yo, I thought you about it. Bro, yeah, that's right. I thought dog. you were about, about to hit that. Right, hard, yeah, run, run a little instrumental. Dude. I don't I have an instrumental on this one. No, because if I put an instrumental on here that's not cleared, we might. We might that get is it true. Yeah. Yo, but yeah. next time, next and, time, you got to come and spit some bars in. Yeah, bro. Oh, my goodness. That's an excuse for you to come. Well, now you better dope, come bro. prepared next time. Oh, my goodness. With the shits, bro. Holy wow. But anyway. So you guys, you guys have known each other for a while then. Oh, yeah. I've known him for a, for a cool minute, and then yeah, we started like we went to when I turned twenty one. I think we just started going crazy. Like we just yeah, started going out like every fucking weekend. No way. Yeah, and that shit was pretty dope. It was yeah. cool. Like we were hitting up random parties yeah. and like bro, we should uh, belligerent. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, not me. Usyk has definitely seen me <laughs> we go. grow into oh, a terrible yeah. young man. Oh my no god. Way, bro. I terrible. saw him. I saw worst. him through like. The shit years. I saw. Of him I being saw a little a borderline of that, alcoholic. Bro, do you remember the one that the epic party? That oh oh uh, the bro the, that shit is a fucking uh it's almost like an urban legend dog. Bro, at this that point. party was with it dog. Yeah, talk the, about it. Talk the, about it. The super bad party. Super bad. Justin Ray, Yo, your so name's out here in these streets, boy. <laughs> We're gonna hit him with another story from that party that people don't know about. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just oh. saying. Like I've also seen, I've also seen uh, Ernie I mean, Wilder dabbling now. Dabbling, dabbling a little bit. Why not? I'm here, bro. Why okay, not? so this is my perspective from this party, bro. Talk about it. I'm over here. I don't really do parties, right? I don't really go to house parties, but for some reason, I go to this specific one, and it's crazy because. 
we had this party and it's popping. Like, uh, it's popping. Pop- bro, and Lil he, Wayne was there. Bro, people Chill kept flooding out. in, Stupid bro. Do you remember seeing like grown ass people there? Of course. They had bro. nothing to do. <laughs> And I would hit on 16 year olds. Bro. No, that's fucking wrong. I don't know what they were doing there. But these guys duppies. But I remember (laughs) I remember being there and I was like, yo, there's like actual grown people here. I was even like asking, I was like, yo, you know these people? And then they're like, it just got like I kind of felt like it was getting out of control for a bit. Definitely. It was with it though. So um Tell about my grown man strength at 14. You weren't 14. <laughs> I was not and we were like 15, 16 at that point. Uh, but yeah, man. So I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to tell Ernie, like, yo, everybody's gone, bro. The party's over. Like, we done. Everybody, like, everybody was done. Ernie wanted to keep partying, dog. It was like, what? It was like two in the morning, three early. in the morning, early, dog. early. And Ernie's still going. Early as fuck, this guy. So I'm grabbing Ernie. And I'm like, and back then it used to be the opposite. This man looks like he can manhandle me right now. Back in the day, you know, Ernie was this little kid. I don't need. Were you as taught at fifteen? When Definitely did you have not. your spurt? I was, I, I was no, he barely. Went through a spurt for sure. I was barely going through puberty at the yeah, time. Bro, yeah, bro. So I'm trying my best. To I like, was five four one. Nah, you were thirty. <laughs> you were something around there, but you're right. Four eleven. My, my left leg probably weighed more than you. Your whole Definitely. body. Yeah. So basically, I'm trying to. Over, I'm trying to get this man safe to to bed mm-hmm. and i'm pulling him bro with everything i got and this man is hanging by the door <laughs> and not letting go of the door bro with all his strength bro to oh, the point shit. where i was just like i can't i can't do it <laughs> you just let him be i let him be i had to let him <laughs> just be left bro him there on the i was holding wall. on to, like the, that. to the door yeah the, the door the, frame the door, the door frame, frame. Yeah, the door frame. Oh, okay and okay. he's pulling me back with everything he got and i'm literally like <laughs> parallel bro and, i'm and literally hanging parallel <laughs> bro because at first he was like he trying i'm trying to block him from going out of that doorway mm-hmm. and then i'm like all right i'm done i'm gonna just grab him and put him to bed mm-hmm. so me thinking so, so says you yeah yeah Damn. so i thought it was gonna be cake bro i was like let me just grab this dude real quick nah bro that's the with dear life i was just holding on look at the strength <laughs> <laughs> look at the strength. Look at the grip. <laughs> look at the grip on the boy. At 14, you know, I was working, boy. Uh, hey, but let me tell you what happened with me and with me and Brian though. So I'm over here catching a drink, right? Mm-hmm. Like a little duppy boy that I was. I'm over here sipping. <laughs> the cops pull up. <laughs> I turn back, I look at I look at Brian. The cops are pulling up. He said, What? <laughs> he he straight bucked it to the furthest room in the house. <laughs> And climbed up the bunk bed. <laughs> climbed up the bunk bed. And laid down. Put the covers over him and pretended to sleep. <laughs> I said, this, I said, I looked at my drink. I said, this man's a genius. <laughs> yeah, I said, God not. damn. I run I to the farthest room in the house. I'm climbing up the bunk bed, oh, drinking bro. my hand. Of course, I'm like, of course, I you got, got the drink hand? in my hand. You bro, feel me? I'm climbing up slowly, uh, make sure not to spill anything. <laughs> I'm a genius too, though, because I left two inches of spill room. You know, you gotta leave two inches yeah. at the top. <laughs> you, you know, so you can that's move like, it around. That's not like his first bunk bed adventure for sure. So I make it to the top. I make it to the top, and Brian looks at me like he saw the police. <laughs> <laughs> The man was terrified, bro. Oh, <laughs> shit. He, that's, he was shook. And I and I, I was, he's like, what the fuck? 
Ernie? He couldn't believe it. I was like, you're not the only genius motherfucker. Bro. So I put the covers over me too with the drink hanging. Bro, and then we were both it was we were both there, dog. It was funny because at the moment, <laughs> the most logical thing was the cops ain't gonna come and take me out of bed. Like right. I'ma straight up be like, yo, I've been sleeping this whole time <laughs> when there's a whole ass party going outside. <laughs> Uh, no, so we laid there for like five minutes. I looked at him. I was like, "You a duppy?" <laughs> I hopped off. I was like, "I'm going back to this party. This shit too turned up." I was hey, like, yo, "No way, yeah, yeah. Guy, bro!" Dog. It was it was with it, dog. It was with you, it. you guys are something else, dog. But yeah, so uh, I want to get into something else, and I want to transition from that. Want to get into some news? This is the fucking news. As you heard, this is the fucking news. So, my first story, I saw this today and I thought it was kind of funny. First of all, check out that fucking production value on this fucking podcast, Bro. y'all. Damn. Talk about it. Talk about it. It's nice. Anyway, so, I don't know if you guys, uh, I know you guys have heard of hot dog eating competitions, right? Yes, sir. So, there's this thing called uh, Nathan's. <laughs> <laughs> there's this thing called Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest and... um. Uh, because of the whole like coronavirus thing, uh-huh. um, there I guess there were rumors that it wasn't gonna happen, but they're they're still gonna go on with it. Um, so, but they're gonna have it in a private location with no fans. Blah blah blah. Here's what I want to know: is how do how how is it that people decide I'm gonna eat hot dogs for a living? Pause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, how does that uh, happen? Uh, how does that experience... Like, is that, like, strictly an American thing? Uh, probably, hot, hot dogs are an American meal, are they? Yeah, like? but the people that do it for a living, they're, like, professional eaters. Like, they're not... It's not right. just restricted no, yeah, to but, hot dogs. But I just want to know how they get to that point. How do they make the decision, I want to eat food really fast for yeah. a living? I think if, when you find out that you're good at it, then and Correct. you find out that you can start making money from it i guess you just start and, and, okay and then what is that process like like okay let's say i'm sitting yeah. here today and i'm like yeah. i could scarf down 20 hot dogs no problem yeah S- swallow them with no chewing right yeah <laughs> and so how do i go about breaking out into the fucking competitive eating scene how do i, I get noticed you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. how does this shit happen because we know how skaters do it skaters they do their tricks they upload it online or whatever and they get noticed yeah they get sponsored but how right. do people who fucking eat I, hot dogs do that shit? I mean, we'll just put a timer right here, give you a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and just see you go to work? Hot, yeah. I'm assuming. Now, uh, what we used to do, I remember we used to go to In-N-Out and like we would go all out. It was like the time when I first found out there was a 4x4. Four four. So I usually order, oh, you usually shit. order number one, right? Which is like, that, that is true. But then like I found out that there's such a thing as a 4x4. Four four. Then... The rabbit hole got a little deeper, and they're like, yo, there's a 4x4 and a Flying Dutchman on the side. You know what and that then, is? And then the Flying Dutchman? The flying I Dutchman. can't remember what the, what the Flying Dutchman uh, is. Sounds two, like a sex position. It's two, <laughs> it's two patties on the side. I wouldn't think so. Two patties, patties on the side? Two patties on the two side. Two buns. Uh, <laughs> 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 nah, just the two patties. So uh, there's two patties on the side. And, um, and yeah, so then... We used to just see who could finish like a, you know, basically, uh, you know. Four. Two patties on the side. No, no, no. The whole thing, like a four by four with the two <laughs> patties inside of it yeah. already. So you throw it in Correct, there yeah. and animal style fries mm-hmm. and your drink. And we just God, see who man. could actually finish the meal. Wow. 
And then obviously I put in work, killed it. It was uh, <laughs> baby see work. I see you. Gone pro. And then during that time, I'm sure like when I would see, it was funny because I have a friend who would do it and then he would always end up throwing up. But he would say, and again, we were young. Weenie. We're, we're like 15, no 16. So it was always hilarious to see him throw up after that. That's um, nice, yeah. Well, so I think in the hype of all that, your homie realizes, like, or yo, somebody realizes, got potential. Like, hey, dog, you just ate, like, a whole case of uh, a I donut. I hate when people say, you have a gift for eating. No, Uzi has a gift yeah, for donuts. That's, that's, that's his no. sweets. Oh, my goodness. Oh, have you yeah. seen the boy? I'm, I'm ter- oh, he knows. Yeah, yeah, bro, I've seen this. I pulled up, <laughs> like, last minute. He's the first person I've ever seen do that. Another person, there's some chick that I know. Uh, oh, my God. You get her some 12-pack? Some, uh, a donut? Scarf them down? Easy. The wow. ones that are easy to scarf down that you lose count is, are the Krispy Kreme donuts. There you go. Oh, that's yeah. That's those are too easy. You get yeah. a box of the glazed Krispy Kreme that's donuts, why. you're joking that you're not going to eat them all, dog. <laughs> all right. Uh, let me move to the next story. So, you got another story? I, I do have one more. Okay. I have another one. Uh, a British man has been awarded a Guinness World Record after running a mile in 10 minutes and 11 seconds while wearing a blindfold. Hmm. Ah, that's interesting. So, that's, that's actually... Ashley Winter, he's 37. He said he received a certificate confirming his February run set the Guinness record for the fastest mile blindfolded. Well, really? blindfolded. Uh, he says, I'm delighted that my Guinness World Record attempt had been approved. I want to prove to myself and to others with an eye condition that... No, uh, that with an eye condition, what can be done if you put your mind to it. But it was in a lot... Well, yeah, it was, a it was on the track. It was on the yeah, track. It was on the track and did he run alone? Yes. No way. No, no so partner on the I'm side? pretty sure like somebody was telling him like, yo, turn. No. Well, he but can feel. You know, he That's cheating. Well, yeah. No. What? How? You if you're on a track? Or yeah. no, I, what no. I was thinking, this is what I was thinking. You you count steps, right? Oh, maybe. Right. So yeah. at this point, you start turning a certain degree, another degree. Well, what I want to know is uh, you got to have some major balls to run a mile at, at a decent pace mm-hmm. and like. You got to have people that you can trust God damn that it. are not going to fuck with you and be like, just let you keep going <laughs> and run it to the fucking wall or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, I but think, yeah, that's cool. I think that... Um, I could barely run nah, a lap around Echo Park. You feel me? Now nah, imagine blindfolded. That's point eight. Do you remember the... Where, did you see the, the Marshall football field once it like got built, rebuilt? Yeah, yeah. So you could feel when you're on t- actual turf and when then you when you're on that fake grass... Mm. Right, but if you're on the track, mm-hmm. the track surrounds yeah. the turf. So how do you know when to turn? Exactly. No, I think, I think still... Ernie got so I think you had to count or something. That is true. You gotta be. You gotta <laughs> you gotta know gotta, how many. That sounds like a big fucking deal to run a fucking mile yeah. like, to go and count your steps. So no, think about. So think about the man's dedication. Now nah, that's real. That's real. What he did. He shouted out the uh, the blind community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, sure, yeah. I mean, I, I guess. I, People I, with I, eye conditions, and, and honestly, that's if real. I, like, I think that's really no excuses. That At the same time, it's kind of like no excuses. I think I, I saw guess. something like that on my feed where there was a, an Olympian um, who was representing USA, and basically they run with with somebody like using a shoelace. What? So you run at they they like oh so you run next to them you run next to them and the only thing holding you guys together is like a little piece of string so so it's like a fucking dog once you so see them like, veering off you just start yanking on the string. yeah you guys and, Come here. and he was like breaking records and what no way yeah and he's like I think he's blind blind no way mm-hmm. that's fucking dope yeah why not just do it on a treadmill because it's not the same 
I don't think people are. No. It's not respectable. It's not commendable. I agree with you. I guess. You're stationed. You're just it's like. You know what I'd like compete. to see? You got to compete. I'd, I'd like to see that same guy go and fucking like go hiking. But run up that shit quick. I wonder how that would be. That no, would be fucking. I mean, this is already either. impressive. Yeah. But that would be fucking impressive. And what if they just like let mountain lions loose on him? So he also had to fight them off. Bro, Damn. heck no, bro. <laughs> Make it fucking interesting. Why not? It's that would be a very unique Guinness uh, world record for sure. Yo, if he I, broke that shit I, or if he I, set the record. I honestly uh, stay on the Guinness world record, bro. Did I you ever get the books uh, at the book fair? No, never. I really? Would, I would look at them, though. I would every time fun. The, the book fairs, I would stay looking at them. It feels like they always had the same people. The tallest man. Yeah. The shortest man. The person with the most piercings on their body. Oh, you know? I actually met somebody from the Guinness World Record. No way. Yeah, yeah. What did they break the record for? <laughs> yeah, what was that for? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know. I, no, I do want to know. Now you got to tell us. Vegas. Some really? exhibition. Y'all want to know what kind. Come on. Yeah. Tell us, bro. Tell us, dog. This is a Nectar podcast, dog. No filter here. Well, some oh, baby filter. It's, baby a ca- filter. it's a category on, on Pornhub. Really? Okay, yeah, let's hear true. about it. Wait, I mean, name, name a couple categories, y'all know. Wait, so wait, wait, wait. Damn, that's one category. <laughs> wait, 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 so this man, like, had what? This man, this woman. Oh, it was a woman? She was doing anal or something? I mean, just expanding. Mm. Oh, <laughs> she could just stand, bro. No way, for that real. True. Oh, so she was like uh, flexible. She was like, uh, something like. Look, just tell just us expand. what the fuck they were doing. Nah, I'm fucking with y'all. Oh. This man, dog. Yo, dog, for <laughs> real. <laughs> Come on, dog. Nah, nah. Nah, I don't dab him up for that. <laughs> fuck that. I was excited. No, I mean, it's gonna story. be like, what the fuck is yeah. going to tell yo, They probably like, tuned out right there, bro. They're like, I'm done. Yo, um, fucking tease. Now you know what I do stay on though. There's a there's a record for the largest like jaw that could separate or like open. Oh my so god, that that's a where, where they could uh, <laughs> they could eat like a whole burger like on its own. So somebody like recently broke it, uh-huh. and then like. Three months later, somebody else comes out. So saying that they have the biggest jaw, uh, it's pretty dope, dog. Is it? I, yeah, yeah, it is. You can fit a whole. They fit like a whole apple. So you put a, yeah, well, a whole big ass oh, apple yeah, and bite down on it, bro. That's true. I give them that. It's pretty legit. It's pretty legit. Do you remember when Robin Big used to uh, or try to break records? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. I remember. <laughs> they, it was dope, bro. I honestly thought I could beat. Uh, Big's record of what <laughs> he was doing. He ate like a bunch of bananas and a bunch of donuts without having to drink water at one point. Is that tough to do? I guess because the without donut, water, the, yeah, the powdered donuts like dry out your mouth, so you can't. Uh, it's hard. I think it's hard for you to swallow. It, yeah, it gets hard. And I thought I was like, yo, I could probably, I could probably break that record. I never <laughs> tried. Though. I never tried because I didn't want to go down that path. Wait, 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 wait. I was like, what <laughs> if on, I find on. out that I'm actually good at wait this? Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> hold on. I just got an that idea. That we'd be sitting here with a, a Guinness uh, World I, Record. I have over. an idea. What's your For idea? the next podcast, uh-huh. we going to challenge you. I'm going to see. challenge you. Try to see see how many drink. donuts you could eat without drinking water. Powdered donuts? Sure. Yeah. Powdered donuts. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, but Disgusting. it has to be it has to be on my like cheat day. My the mini cheat. powdered That's fine. donuts? That's yeah. fine. The minis? Yeah. Wait, wait, it has to be the ones that Big Black did. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's we the got, ones you have? We got we to gotta see if... We got to watch that episode and okay. see how many he did. We're gonna, but, and you're going to do bananas? No, nah, maybe Pause. not the bananas. Maybe not the bananas. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do a hot dog. We'll save that. Nah, heck no. We'll save that for the very end of the episode. We're not gonna, we'll have that challenge at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might right. as well do Just... one of those purple plantains, bro. <laughs> <laughs> pause, Might bro. as well, dog. Nah, fuck no pause, dog. Nah, fuck <laughs> no it with you. <laughs> Play. All right, well. Rewind? That was that was the news. That was just I just wanted to show those two little stories that I thought were I thought were kind of interesting. But all right, so we're like 44 minutes in. Okay. That so was I want light work. Uh, yeah. I see me drop I'm, I'm 33 sh- in the third quarter. I'm pretty sure we're going to hit like an hour 30 on this one. But anyway, we, we could probably hit a lot more if we don't time it like if we just go. Yeah, if we keep have a discussion. But I could do that. This is the topic, the main topic that I want to talk about. Now, for those of you that know Ernie now and knew Ernie Ernie knew Ernie when he was younger like what like maybe 8 years ago something like that. A little like baby that. goat. Yeah. Bernie was a very skinny, 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 skinny boy. But he's not no skinny boy no more. No more. This man is hefty. This that man looks true. like he works on the farm. Uh, this man looks like he went to, he, he spent some time in the pen for a bit. <laughs> came out. Might have, that might have been a secret. Went to go serve like three months he and probably then came did. back, bro. I got he probably did. In the back. Yo, so, put some coffee beans bro, in that's the what cut. It, <laughs> That's what it looks like, dog. <laughs> so Ernie is, uh, if you guys know what he before. looks like now, he's, huh? he's big. I missed that before. Yeah, no, you haven't. Dog. I've been stabbed before. Don't, don't have this. <laughs> one of you, one of by you who? guys is lying. I don't buy who. You don't know. You don't know by who. Uh, Keith oh. and Nia, dog. Oh my god, that who? fucking idiot! I've been playing Warzone with that dumbass. No yeah. Anyways, what happened? He bro. stabbed you, bro. When we were little kids. That man stabbed me on my knee, bro. Oh my with, a, with a little, little pencil, bro. <laughs> I've been I, stabbed by a pin. It should get I, stuck in my hand. Bro. I don't know what we were doing. Uh, we were like in like second or first grade. And I don't know what happened, but this man just stabbed me in my knee, bro. And then I had the lead literally inside. No, no way. Yeah, bro. yeah. So then I pulled it out or whatever. Uh, I got I got stabbed. Not stabbed. I got some chick. She got a little thumbtack. And like she yeah. went up she went up to me and she was like, hey, what's up, bro? Yeah, and she just that's like, exactly what happened. Patted me like that. And this one time. Because you reminded me about the Fucking whole lead idiots, thing. Right? I have a piece of lead actually still in my foot. No way. Because a long time ago when I was a kid, I stepped on a pencil, Yo, I think, and the fucking the lead fuck? broke no into way, my skin dog. and it stayed there. I never no took it out. Way. Oh I think it's God. still there right now. Why didn't you take it out? I tried to. I, re- I like, bro, I'm telling you, I got a, I got a switch blade out and I just started like kind of carving into my skin yeah. where the lead was and I tried pulling it out and it just... I've been yeah. shot before. I've been there. I've been there where uh, you've been shot. No, I've been there been where shot? where you get a thorn. Oh yeah, yeah. Stuck deep, and you literally had to cut deep. I got a razor blade, and then I just cut like hella deep into my skin, oh. and then I finally found it, bro. It was just it had pierced way down in the layers. I what? took it, it out. It's like bro. a fossil. <laughs> It'll bug you. Like it doesn't bug you that it's there, and that you know. Really. You know, to be honest, I'm. I need to check. To see if it's still there. <laughs> it's not even there no more. I feel like Dumpy it might boy. still. It might have it just. No, no, no. But that was a real I shit. That was Where real would shit. it go? Inside it my body. It disintegrates. No way, Every dog. time, yeah. Bro, it was there for years, dog. I'm telling you. Let it, it ain't there no more. I bet, I bet 100 right now. I'll, you know what? I'm going to find out. Yo, y'all, y'all keep if, going. Hold on, hold on. Put we'll, on your pants. No. I, we'll, <laughs> I have pants on. Will it. um? How will it disintegrate, though? 
Where oh, is it? Oh, like oh, the wait, new production. So the of it's, 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 it's not foot. there anymore. It's in your foot. Yeah. Take off your pants, though. It's like the new production of 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 cells disintegrates it. <laughs> no, it'll just fucking disintegrate. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 it'll just there it's gone. Uh, yeah, doc. So uh, I'm really wait, flashing how, a light to my fucking. How did you get into this though? Like you, you honestly put on like how Still much? There, dog. What's what's the exact amount? Do you know oh, the exact amount of uh, yeah of Talk weight that me. you've put on? <clears throat> so it fluctuates because I guess with ba- basically what I do hit us with that right because everybody knows I'm I was I was a skinty legend out here yeah skinty. right I was like one fifty were you one fifty I was like one. You, like, you were one fifty when you four. I was six four one fifty. <laughs> Stupid! Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. You're not six four. He, you, are you trying to sell yourself to our female two? listeners? You're six two right now. What he's are trying you? to? He's trying to all, uh, all two hundred and forty k of your female listeners. <laughs> hey, y'all hot in the streets, by the way. People talk. People talk. <laughs> really, about people you. talking about the us. The women talk about y'all. The women talk about us. We, we hope the women and the men talk about. People us. talk about the necked out podcast. I they talk them, about bro. that neck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what y'all go by. Hey, the neck. I heard the neck. It. You uh, heard the neck. I heard what be going on in this podcast. That's yeah. why y'all call it the neck. The neck. So are you, are you are you an informant for the streets? <laughs> you know? That's why you came on here, bro. Yeah, okay, I'm the plug. <laughs> you the plug from the street. No wonder. No wonder you put on so much weight, dog. That's true. We gotta, gotta rep the part now. Yep. Yep. Wait. So for reals, how tall are you, dog? Six seven. Stop fucking yeah, around, dog. Uh, it's fine. Nah, 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 six, nah, six, three, six, three. You're six three. Yeah, you ain't I'm, no I'm six. Nah, three. Nah, 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 nah. I'm also <laughs> you six feet, dog. Damn. You're five ten, bro. Stop playing. You five seven, dude. It's bad. Your little ass. Nah, nah. You're six feet. I'm six feet. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay. So how wait, much? Wait. Yeah. yeah. So how much weight have you put on since we met? All right, so baby, muscle, okay, so so to elaborate, just easy, just like uh-huh. um, muscle weight is not that easy to put on. Okay. It's just not that easy, right? Unless you fucking unless you're a beast. Uh, what's his name? The the bodybuilder Rodney. Uh huh. Oh, Ronnie Rod- Coleman. Rodney yeah. Coleman. Okay. If you're Rodney Coleman or any one of those athletes, you're just genetically able to build that muscle that easy, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm not. This is hard work. <laughs> I, I believe it, dog. I believe it. I'm like, he said, this is I'm hard listening. work with a tear in this his eye, work. bro. This is hard work. Yeah, Anyways, yeah. Uh, that, but um, but I, you realize you have to figure out your body type to begin with. Yeah. And and it's not easy. So like the first, I would say the first two years of me working out, I was not doing the best I could to improve. Whatever I wait, wanted. Wait, to. wait, wait. So, so what is your body type? My body type. I would. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know the the specific types Cause, of. Because I know there are endomorphs, ectomorphs, spinal yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. This Elaborate. man's body type is the type that can eat whatever he wants yeah. and stay stay fit. So he. Dog. Yeah. Let me look this that up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Genetically blessed, bro. Yeah. Yo, I remember I used to stay. You, you used we to were, tell me that all the bro, time. Correct. I'd, yeah. I'd you did. Like, yo. Ernie, I don't know I, how this man can mm-hmm. eat like that, bro, and not put on weight. Yeah, you're not wrong, and that's just 
that was wait. The, so did you have to start eating more uh, to put on the muscle, or you just so you just lifted heavier? I even realized it's not about eating more. Yeah, it's about eating, scheduling my eating. Okay. So every four hours have a have a meal. Have a meal. So it would uh, be like have a big breakfast. Yeah. When I say big bre- breakfast, I mean big breakfast. What are we talking? Um, what are we talking? What are we talking about? We talking about biscuits? Eggs? No, hey. I was I was disgusting. No, it was way. disgusting. Biscuits, <laughs> gravy. Just straight like southern southern food. Oh my god, I loved it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Invite What's the me down to South sounds... Carolina, North Carolina. I'm you know there. what? I, you know what I heard? That's what I want to eat. I heard Wiz Khalifa say the same thing. Yeah, he ugly though. When, <laughs> I heard Wiz Khalifa say that when he put on weight, it was like he had to do the same thing. He has yeah. an alarm clock to remind him when to eat. Like, and see that this guy has a. Millions of dollars. I figured this shit out the gutter. Yeah, yeah. I'm over, I'm over here just trying shit. <laughs> this man was this man was swinging in the dark and for fucking years. I don't know what was, he was throwing everything to he the wall. Like see what would stick. So uh, now, now, literally, I tell myself like, if I want to get big, yeah, I could do it. But see, the thing was the the ambition was there. Mm-hmm. Well, was there the, the first two years? After yeah. that, I realized like, this shit's simple, bro. <laughs> I was like. You would, you do have to put in that work though. Of yeah. course, you of do course. have to put that time in there. But I realized, like, dude, if I wanted to get big, like, if I want to gain weight, easy, and that'll just, um, that'll just like, print, it'll just make everything I want, like, all my muscles to be more pronounced. Yes, yeah. you know, it'll just make everything look bigger. Cause that's what you really do. Like women, they're always asking about how do I get my butt bigger. Like you mm-hmm. put some, you put some muscle under there. Mm-hmm. They throw a little fat on top of it, girl. You're gonna be looking straight. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you a personal trainer now? I am not. No, I'm not. Definitely not. So, man. so check this out. There, there are three. So, the body types, right? So, there's Elaborate, endomorphs, yeah. mesomorphs, and ectomorphs. So, an endomorph says a relative predominance of soft roundness throughout various regions of the body. Mm-hmm. So, probably somebody who's a little bit more not heavy set, but you have, I guess, like fat just kind of spread out. Through your whole body, right? right? Okay. So a mesomorph is a relative predominance of muscle, bone, and connective tissue that dominates bodily economy. So I'm guessing that's more like you're just naturally lean, maybe? I'm not entirely sure. I'm just reading it off right now. We're figuring it out as we go. Yeah. And then the ectomorph is a relative predominance of li- linearity and fragility. So that might mean like you skinny, skinny. Because yeah. I've seen I've seen graphs of that where like they have like I I think I'm an endomorph because if you guys know who I, how I look and Ick. me, I think B is too. Yeah. We have huge, huge shoulders. Correct. Gigantic. Huge. We have like the Johnny Bravo physique. I do. Yeah. I think you were more on the ectomorph because you were naturally skinny. Yeah. And there are other guys who have just naturally they have like the perfect like triangle body from like their chest. Like the ratio is even throughout Correct. their whole yeah. body. So I think those are the three types. So I think yeah. you would be the the ectomorph. So you've mm-hmm. had to work hard to break that, like to get out of that. Yeah. Or I just have to work smarter. You have to work smart. Say you're because yeah. uh, initially what we're doing is at what I was doing was mm-hmm. bodybuilding. Yeah. That's what you're doing. You just don't understand that in the beginning. You get what I'm, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go work out. I'm gonna go hit biceps. I'm gonna go yeah. hit legs. Yeah. Like no, but what's your when you really understand what you're bodybuilding. This is somewhat of a sport. Yeah, yeah. And and that's kind of what what enabled me to look into things a lot further, right? That that knowing like, oh, this is bodybuilding. So what are these 
bodybuilders doing. Like you yeah. literally just follow the their recipes, you know, and you'll you'll figure out what you need to do. So so how much time do you go and put in at the gym? Like when the gym was open, what were you? What was your focus? You you're like I'm all right. So let me hours, elaborate. Yeah. So hour. let me elaborate. To begin with, I stopped going to the gym last year in August, okay. and that was like easily the strongest I've ever been. But I stopped because I wanted just whatever. I uh-huh. stopped. And I didn't start going back until maybe early February. Okay. Because the boy was looking sloppy. I was like, hell no. Nah. Oh, <laughs> you, had so, you had lost a, a lot of muscle mass? Not muscle, just or, deflate. You just deflate. Uh, you yeah. like you don't a have balloon. that pump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, all it really needed was a little pump, and I was like, oh, okay. And the strength comes back. Yeah. yeah. But but um, also what it is, it's just like with, with – it's not working out. You know, it's like honestly what I always like – advocate to people it's like don't you want to feel good like do you yeah. know what going to the gym does there's there's nothing healthier there's no medicine that can help your depression more than going to the gym mm-hmm. you know getting those endorphins flowing mm-hmm. just yeah. and you build like it's a mental stability also that you know that helps yeah. you throughout the day and i realized that i was like so stressed out at one point and like i was looking for something to feel that that feeling that I would get at the gym. Yeah. It's like literally a feeling of just like enjoyment. Like when I left, I felt like so calm, so at peace. And yeah. that's literally what I advocate to people. I, I'm never the type to be like, oh, you should go fucking lose some weight. Like, nah, go yeah. to the gym. Just hit a little bit of just do some something. weights. Do, do some squats. Yeah, yeah. make because you feel good. You don't know it necessarily yeah. when you're in there, but trust me, like, the benefits you get from working out is that's what I advocate the most. Like I'm not over here telling everybody like, oh, you need to be buff. Oh, you need to push more weight. I hate telling people shit like that. Yeah, that, shit, yeah. that shit is so lame to me. You that's what it dog. Yeah. Like I'm not here to to be telling people shit like that. Yeah. Definitely. That's crazy though. I never I never seen or, or heard that side of like you being like that you were stressed out at one point. Yeah, so yeah. So I stopped going and I was like looking for other things to bring me like a, a sense of satisfaction or whatever. Yeah. And then I was so stressed out. And I was like, and I I didn't realize it until I went back to the gym. And I felt so at ease after. I felt so calm. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, people talk about, I think I was having a a discussion with my brother. And he mentioned, uh, like, people actually get a runner's high. Yeah. Like, you lose yourself. I mean, I'm sure you understand, right, Usika? You. (laughs) Have you ever gotten a runner's high? Like Yeah, honestly, just, the, the most recent runner's high that I did get was I did a 15K run, which is like a little over nine miles um, earlier this year before like the whole coronavirus thing. And so when you're doing that, you're running not against other people, but it is a timed event. So yeah. from the moment they say go, your time starts. Yeah. So you can run at your own pace, but... I've always found that I just, I naturally, uh, at first I'm running at my own pace, but then my competitive nature comes in and I was like, okay, who's the fastest person ahead of me? Let me catch up to that person. So I go little by little and then I pass them and I go to the next person. But I'm also watching who's behind me and I want to make sure that that person doesn't pass me. Correct. And so, so yeah, so when I finished that race, um, I was... I forgot. I think I finished like top five out of twenty three runners in my in my group that were doing the fifteen k. Yeah. And if you guys have seen me, you guys have seen I'm not. I don't have an athletic body. I'm a, I'm a little bit a, a little chubby, 
but for a big guy mm-hmm. i i was pretty impressed with myself and so that that was the last time that i got a runner's high and the runner's high is dope because like depending on how hard you push yourself you get to the point where you kind of start getting winded but because you're on autopilot your legs just won't stop they just they just keep going and you oh, could be wow. like huffing okay. and puffing and your legs are like, no, nah, we're not stopped. We're already in too deep. Like, we're yeah. just going to keep going. So, really? That's what it yeah. is? So okay. I think it's that. And it's also like just like it depends. I, I personally listen to music. Yeah. But when I'm running, I listen to a lot of rock music, a lot of heavy music. And so when I was growing up, I actually that was kind of the, the first music that I really started to enjoy was like all this rock and alternative and, and metal shit. And so I guess I was filled with some some kind of anger yeah and so whenever i'm running i try to channel that anger like yeah and it's like that because i like i I like i'm not gonna say i like being screamed at but like i'm the type of person that if i train with you and we're having an intense workout i will i I get on people's asses like i I i'm intense with them i remember so (laughs) oh yeah we've we've worked out a couple times and that was me being like nice (laughs) Like I worked out with other people, and I'm yeah. like, "Yo, you better pick that fucking yeah, weight this up." Yeah, man's James Wilson. You're James Wilson. On, uh, do you remember James Wilson? Yeah, I know who he is. Who's James Wilson? Bro, that man's a beast. James Will or James monster. Wilkes? He's a, he's I know a who James Wilkes. No, no, no. okay, but, never mind. But I feel like Usiga's point is that honestly, it is an edge that you have. Eventually, yeah. it does become that. Like so. I began working out, right? Because yeah. you guys kind of want to hear this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Absolutely. Me. Actually, so, no, I'm done. Okay. No, nah, I'm fucking with you. So, like, um, you do you, you do need, like, a, a edge. You need you need yeah. a, a chip on your shoulder to, to begin with, right? So, you you start, and then so, he, he naturally <clears throat> becomes competitive in the process, right? So, yeah, you start right. seeing. You have that natural competitive competitiveness in you, and then it just helps you to push yourself. What? What was like that spark that got you to be like, yo? Because I remember back then yeah. you weren't really like. I remember you used to ball up a lot. Okay, so I. Oh, so I what remember, was the spark? I remember what the triggered spark. it? I remember what the spark. It was my friend. I tell him all the time. Like after that, it was like because I started going. I get I, no, no. I didn't start going, but I was having a discussion with my friend. He's like, "You're so unhealthy, bro." Like everything you no eat. way. Yeah, people yeah. are you know how people just be Oh choosing. yeah, they just talk shit. People just be talking shit. Yeah. Okay. It's just every that's basically yeah. Uh-huh. So people just be he was just like, You so unhealthy, bro. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you <laughs> eating that? He's like elaborating, like he's like <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. It's not this is not a pity party. But yeah. <laughs> so he he's like telling me this and I'm just like, ah, I was like, you're not wrong. Yeah. Like I I'll take what people's criticism and I'll just like it'll go in one ear and out the other eventually. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then he's like telling me this, I'm like, ah, you're right. So then I had a discussion with my homie. Yeah. He said, Pull up. I pulled up. I got my little little month little monthly payments in or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I did my little contract. Um, I got signed to Metro Fitness. Three-year contract. Three-year deal. 30 million. You know how you feel me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a rookie. 20,000 20, advance. As a you, rookie. And you got a 20,000 bonus. That is true. As a rookie signed to Metro Fitness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You feel me? Do you me? understand what the references that he's making? <laughs> it's yeah. okay. It oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a basketball reference. I'm sorry. And um, so I got signed to Metro uh, as a rookie. Weighing 150. Uh-huh. Mm. You feel me? Soaking wet. 6'3". And then um, 
This man's still trying to give himself three extra inches on his eye. I went like a week with with one of my friends. I'm not going to say his name because he's going to get embarrassed. All right. So then I I went with him. The next week, he was already pushing out. No way. He was already pulling out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hey, like, he doesn't want to go. What should I do? I was telling my other friend who who originally, yeah, 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 to go. His name's Feliciano. That's my dog. Uh-huh. Shout, Shout out, out to Feliciano. him. That's Vegeta to me, bro. No That's way. my Vegeta. That's my Vegeta. Shout I'm, out I'm, little, I'm a little goaltend over here. Yeah, That's yeah, my yeah. Vegeta. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, I'll just text you what to do. Even if you don't know, just call me. Yeah. So I, I pulled up, took my little scoop of pre-workout. I was like, all right, let me Got do hyped that. up. Got a little late. It's five, it's five o'clock in the evening because I was waiting for the other guy. He never pulled yeah. up. So I'm over here hitting shoulders, like, all right, let me figure this out. And everybody in there looking, I'm a little nervous, I'm a little timid, you know, yeah. as people sometimes are. But it was whatever. I dip. I I hit him up again the next day, like, hey, he doesn't want to go. And and I was like, and I was like, I think I'm just gonna do push-ups at the house, you know. And he calls me, bro. He's like, Ernie, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Get your ass to the fucking gym. Hey. And I was like. All right. Okay, daddy. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and ever since then, I just, I hate relying on people too. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, like, uh, you got to rely on people. Bro. Like, Usika, you got to rely on somebody to run and then like being lazy. Like, shut that. your stupid ass uh-uh. up. Yeah. I'm out. I don't wait on you nobody. Exactly. Correct. It, you specifically, you definitely don't. You know, you have that kind of mentality. That, you know, I'm nice enough to be like, okay, I'll wait an hour or something. Mm. <laughs> I got even though You're I don't want late? to right, cool. even though I don't want to yeah. yeah but but I'm pretty lenient in that sense so I would just be like you sure you don't want I'll wait I'll wait for you to get yeah. out your job or whatever so then nah that's it he literally like in in the the he literally he's only gone the guy I signed up with yeah he literally went maybe 21 days no way out of the three years that I I I went there. 21 days, maybe, uh, maybe 31. I'll give him 31. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be nice. I'll give him 31. <laughs> You're going to round it so, up to 30. So then you've, uh, so that that was a spark. No, that, yeah, that, especially when that guy called me and he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Get your ass to the gym. Yeah. I was like, say less, bro. And I just, I just, it just made sense. Like, oh, I don't have to rely on somebody else. Or you get me healed? Yeah. He'll let me know. And then I figured it out from there. I just, yeah. you, you slowly. I think, I think the way, it's interesting what you're saying because the way, you're viewing the gym and all that stuff the way you said how it's more of the feel, the feel that you go oh, and, yeah. like, how you're saying that, like, mm-hmm. you should go for your health. Like, don't go necessarily oh, yeah. for a plan like, oh, I'm going to go lose weight or, oh, I'm going to go put on 20 or 50 pounds of muscle. It's oh, more yeah, like never. go for the relief Correct. of, like, all that stuff. And the muscle's the benefit. Yeah, exactly. You know, the work that you put in. I think I think the benefit is that like that after thing that you feel of like mm-hmm. relaxation, peace, oh, yeah. and like so, I put oh, in yeah, the work, beautiful. that satisfaction, and the it's cherry euphoric. on top. It's very euphoric. It's the so cherry on top is that gratification of Correct. seeing the results. Correct. So that's with it because I don't think I've heard a lot of the, people the say. The cherry on uh, top was always to, to me. The cherry on top was seeing the results because yeah, it, it wasn't until a while that I started seeing. Like I remember my first pump, bro. Yeah. I remember I was like, oh, this is what this looks like. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. and then and then it's like, oh, er, this happens everywhere. So you yeah. start seeing your pumps. Yeah. Happen, your and, legs then, get and, then, and then you start noticing that the next morning you're still a little pumped. Oh, you're, a little and you're pump. just like, oh, I'm still a little pumped just a wee bit. Ooh, okay. <laughs> and, then, and then you kind of want to go in there and be like, let me hit these biceps again. Let me rip, dog. Let me rip the, 
the, the sleeves off my shirt real quick. Oh, you know, then you start ripping the sleeves. You start off. feeling yourself a little bit. Dog. It's that confidence, bro. Yeah. It's like getting into the gym is not about if you're a beginner. And yeah. I'm not preaching this as somebody who's like a professional bodybuilder, but I've yeah. spent years in the gym. Um, I've had my good seasons. I've had my bad seasons. Yeah. Seasons. But what I would say is, if you're a beginner, just get into the gym and just do something. And like. If you need help, I know for some people, like a lot of people have anxiety about going to the gym yeah. and that's fine. Um, if it takes, if it means you got to order some weights and yeah. get them into your house then just do that because getting exercising and kind of taking that one hour of the day and not replying Talk to anybody, it. don't, don't fucking be distracted by anything. Just focus on your workout is, is a beautiful thing. And, you, and then the, the best thing too is. Uh, developing a discipline um, and I've preached this a little bit not 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 necessarily on this podcast but like on my social media that you know motivation is great and all but when yeah. motivation runs out like that's it you're done you're not going to keep going yeah. so I always try to tell people like yo just try to stay disciplined because yeah. when even when you're not motivated the discipline is going to force you, you to go into the gym you know what I did notice about you though one of your main driving forces is like that the fact that you know that you could be better or the fact that you know that there's someone mm. else waking up trying yep. to be better mm. yeah so it's you like have to wake up yeah because yeah. um since we've lived together i've seen how you've always worked out but then i think you you've noticed this for sure because you're doing it like for the past what like two months Mm, you've been on like a, a strict mm. like um, next level you're like shit, bro. we're like waking up and I, pushing the envelope so okay, I, I actually I, told him that when i walked in, i was like Usika. he's like nah, i've been doing those <laughs> i'm trying to stay humble i'm yeah, trying to stay humble all that. <laughs> yeah fuck being but, fake humble so basically nah, okay. yeah for the last about two months or so yeah i've just and, and it's funny the way it happened it was just so random because i remember i told you like uh-huh. a couple i think it was last year i was trying to like get my workout in before I went to work because by the time I got back it would be like 1 p.m. 2 p.m. and it was hot. Yeah. And I don't I don't really like running in the sun because I get too much of a tan. My girlfriend yeah. doesn't like me too dark, right? Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that, but yeah. that's just a personal preference. And you would still do it though. Yeah, and I would you still would do still, it. Bro, I would still I, do it. Would like, tri- bro, it would trip me out when you would tell me that you went to run after work because this man would get off of work and then just like pull over. And I like hit a run. Oh yeah, to I would, bro. And to me, that was crazy, dog. Do. Like, I, would, yeah. I, would, I would get out of work. Uh, I work in West Hollywood, and I would stop at the Griffith Park, park my car, and then run down to like Marshall, go down to like yeah. Sunset and Hyperion, and then run yeah, back yeah. up. And so fucking go. And yeah. so 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 anyway, so I started. Um, so the way I started waking up in the morning was, um, I didn't want to start. I didn't want to keep running in the afternoon because it was getting hot, and I didn't want to get my tanned. And so I decided to yeah. to work to work out before I went into work. Sometimes I go in at work at like 8 a.m., right? Mm-hmm. So I got to be up at 7. So naturally, I was like, okay, let me take over. Let me take out an hour. So I got to be working out at like 6, 6 a.m. But the problem was because of the area that we live in was yep. a little sketch. Yeah. So like I tried it twice. I woke up early. I looked outside. It was dark as fuck. I was like, <laughs> mm, I'm going to pass on this one. Then the second time, I woke up early again, and I was still like, eh, still looking a little dark. I'm going to pass yeah. on this one, too. And then I stopped doing it for, like, maybe two months. I think I went on my trip to El Salvador in, yeah. during Christmas. And then when I came back, 
And even then, it passed. I've only been doing it for like two months. Even then, I was still kind of hesitant. But then one day, I was just like, "Yo, stop being a, a weenie, dog! Like, yeah. just get up." Yeah, and so yeah. I got up, and I literally forced myself out of the house. At like, I woke up at like five thirty in the morning. Yeah. And so I was out of that gate, and I was running at like yeah. six a.m. And from that point on, I've been like, for the most part, like eighty percent of the time from yeah. two months ago. I've been waking up at 5.30 a.m. to either run yep. or I'm doing like resistance training here, here at my house. Yeah, running is a room. different sport. So, so I, the reason why I bring that up is because I see, I see how like, you're, like you do things, right? So the question is for you, Ernie, like, wh- how is your aspect to, to working out? Is it like a drive, like a competition thing yeah. against yourself? Yeah. or is Against what, myself. That's what I would it? literally tell myself. Yeah, that's why I was like, I would. I actually kind of disliked when people would be at the gym and and like talk shit about other people, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's like what what guys kind of do. It's like you kind of. I would because like, I just started. Yeah, I just they started. Only, they only hitting. He's only well, squatting twenty five on oh, each yeah, side, there was, bro. There was, I have a. He's friend. only squatting squatting thirty fives on yeah. each side, bro. That's yeah. me, bro. I could only hit like thirty five on each side, yeah, bro. Right. It is what it is, you know. To, that's what I'm saying, like. You start somewhere. It doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. I've been trying to. That's not, not condescending at all. You start somewhere, bitch. <laughs> it is, you still to go. Yeah, you yeah. still to go. But Thank I get that. what you're saying is that you know people yeah. people like they shit on people for not mm-hmm. wanting yeah. to take care of their health and not getting in the gym. And then when yeah. they're in the gym, and they're like, "Oh, look, he's doing this small weight." Yeah. Like, or, or yo, people, leave him the fuck mm-hmm. alone. Like he's out here yeah. trying, or he or she, they're trying to. Work. They're, they're trying to start. Yeah, working yeah. Or like, he'll like. There was this one guy. He's strong as fuck. Yeah. That's I fuck with him. That's my homie though. He's strong as fuck, but he'll be. He'll like criticize. And he's little. He's like five. I'm about to. I'm about to make sure he don't listen <laughs> to this shit. <laughs> he like five, five, five. He's little. Yeah. Strong, hey, hey, my my man, a Mexican bulldog though. Yeah. Right? yeah. Five five one sixty, bro. P- pushing three fifteen, three yeah. plates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was Damn. like, this boy. This t- that's my go. Wait, wait, wait. Squatting bro, or bench that's press? That's my go. Oh, bench press. My oh, okay, bad. My okay. bad. Bro, you know, bench pressing. You know, the, those are the people, the type of people, the short, stocky people that I'm always looking out for, because yeah, like they pack a punch, bro. Yep. Like yeah, it's it's a, it's a condensed, like small little a energy. Tank. Yeah, that and was, if that's and what if I, he <laughs> steps in, like if you if you're on the street. And if he gets that chance to like, uh, you know, penetrate, he actually jab, boxed. He actually boxed. Yeah, bro, it's a, it's he like that boxed. night night. And it's worse because their rate, their range of motion is not. They don't have to travel yeah. very far. Yeah, so you know, so just, if they <laughs> if they get right next to right under your chest, bro, and throw that haymaker, you're going to bed. So yeah. especially like if you're saying he's uh, he's short but yeah, stocky, yeah, yeah. bro. Three fifteen has three plates. So yeah. then that I would call him. That you know how one guy was Vegeta. This uh-huh. other guy was Goku. Oh, yeah, damn, like I was, uh, yeah, yeah. That is, I would be, uh, I would tell him I'm Oob. Y'all remember Oob from <laughs> no. Dragon Ball Z? No, no, not really. Look him up while I'm do- having <laughs> okay. this discussion. All right, go ahead. And so, um, yeah, I would just, it was just a, comp- a competition to within myself. Mm-hmm. That's all it really was. And then you know, you see, you see yourself getting stronger, getting a little bigger. It's like bodybuilding is actually pretty simple. Push, pull. Push pull, push pull. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? As in, as in, what Uzi, Usika that's, did? That's Oob. That's Oob. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. 
<laughs> but see, it's, it's funny. Why does Oob look that's in Oob. bad shape, though? That's what I'm saying. But see, the thing about Oob was that, anyways, that's the size of the point. <laughs> but but Oob was the upcoming um, Goku. No he was, way. He was, yeah, he next up. He's, He's supposed to be next line. up. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. But um, I yeah, and I I I feel like I did what I could. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. I I I went my 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 hardest for like two and a half years. That's what it, dog. Yeah, I pushed it, and it was just a com- a competition within myself. I would mm-hmm. literally like, I would wake up in the morning, have to go to work. Yeah, you feel me? You hit like, fucking. I'm at work five thirty in the morning, six in the morning. I'm not out of work till like. Two o'clock, one o'clock. You know, I spend my whole day, and I don't. My my job trash too, so it's like yeah. fuck. I'm not the happiest person when I get off. I'm not the. I'm not. I'm not fucking wide awake. Yeah. But but luckily, like I would just get a ride to the fucking gym, bro. And I'll I'll get a ride to the gym. Yeah. And then, on the way to the gym, bro, I'm literally falling asleep. Take a little pre workout. You wow. know, you you find your you gotta yeah. find your cheat codes, bro. Listen to I'll get I'll hop on YouTube. Yeah. Watch Kobe videos. And then that's when you you learn that competition, that mental hey. edge that Usika has. Willing to wake up at nobody there's not yeah. many people willing to do that. There's but then you tell yourself, damn, he waking up at three yeah. in the morning. Like Kobe's yeah. up at four in the morning in the gym putting up shots. Yeah, yeah. By the time people get to like morning practice, he's already been there for like three hours. Yeah. He's you know? doing like and then like it just it just teaches you that. And then when you see the work ethic, like hard work beats talent when talent does not, when talent decides not to work hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get me? So people can, there are these people who can naturally get bigger than you, but you out here putting in the work. And yeah. me, I knew it wasn't a natural thing for me. You feel me? Like I had to like work. I had to fucking eat when I wasn't hungry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had to eat when I wasn't hungry. I had to work out when I was fucking exhausted. Like, caffeine ain't shit to me at this point. Because I would literally be so, like, like how many milligrams of caffeine do you take by the end of the day? Like, 700, 600. Like, you're fucking wired. You're, and you're still, you're still down to take a nap. You have, and then there were days, and then, and then there yeah. were days you work. I had to go to school. After school, it's like fucking... Yeah, yeah. I've been up already for like 12 hours. Now I got to go to the gym just for a little nice session. Yeah. But I'm still so content when I dip. Yeah. And it's like, it's that it's that work, man. Sometimes that's what you need in your life. Yeah, you need a little bit of it. discipline, yeah. you know. And then every everything, you know, and then you reap your, your fruits. Yeah. I think it's important for people to realize that, like, all this exercise stuff and, like, running and, and doing weights, it, um... It, it all you have to be patient with it and that's the one thing that people don't have is they're yeah. not patient and they expect them to they expect them to lose 20 pounds in like three weeks and it just doesn't happen that way you have to go go to it and especially if you're new you have to go into it with an open mind and just be open to anything like yeah you know and and i would say don't rely on people to go to the gym with yeah. because the moment you start relying on other people for your motivation for them to keep you accountable, yeah. that's when you become prey to them flaking, and then yeah. you're not gonna be motivated to get in there. So correct, just just fucking get in there. Just lift anything, any fucking thing, yeah. you know. Like, and don't be afraid to talk to the one of the fucking workers there. Like, yo, I'm brand new. I'm trying to like get in shape. Like, can you at least show me two machines that I can switch switch off, correct. like go back back and forth on. You know, yeah. and it's 
Like I said, the people yeah. people who have anxiety are it's it is harder for them. But I think mm, you know, correct, give, yeah. give give it a little bit. Like if you do have anxiety, definitely go with somebody. Go with somebody. Mm. Go with somebody um, who's who knows that you have anxiety. Who's who knows who's who's not gonna push you past what you can take. And go when it's empty, when there's not a lot of people there. So that way you don't feel like everyone's looking at you. And just pick somebody that you trust and trust that they're going to be there to be like, no, you know, just do that one. Just do a little bit of it and then you'll be fine. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. But yeah, so so I, I, and especially right now with the whole like coronavirus thing, we've seen, and this is funny because I don't see a lot of people talking about this is like, oh, we need to like, whatever right we need to have our mask on you social distance and like just stay home but i don't see a lot of people talking about take care of yourself you know eat healthy exercise or something like that you know like the importance of health and exercise is not as important to them Mm -hmm. um as like staying home and following the rules and not talking to people you know it's like Mm. and the reason why a lot of people i've heard Mm -hmm. the reason why a lot of people actually die from coronavirus is because they already have pre-existing health conditions. Yeah. They're either overweight, they're unhealthy, their heart is not, their their mm-hmm. fucking cholesterol is too high, whatever the fuck, right? And the coronavirus is the last thing that kind of takes them out. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, I keep telling people, like, get in shape, get your shit together, because the last thing you want is for a small little virus yeah. to fucking kick your ass. And I want to be I'm, like 70 yeah. and be fucking running six seven miles every day I, no problem. I fucking i believe you dog i believe i was even gonna ask you one time like i, I could see you hitting an iron man like you're, you you're somebody that mm. i would picture like oh yeah this man's gonna hit an iron man one day just because of like that competitive one is competitive two it's like the ultimate supposedly the ultimate you know thing to do fitness test yeah the ultimate fitness fitness test uh-huh. so I definitely could see that, man. I could see you being, you know. I actually haven't thought about that, but now you kind of got it in my brain. Yeah, well, you about to be. You heard it. You heard it here first in the on the neck that podcast, bro. (laughs) Uh, But Ernie, uh, another thing that I wanted to talk to you about, bro, is because this came to uh, as a surprise, as a surprise to Mm. me when I seen you post uh, some of your artwork, dog, and Mm. I was like, I didn't know. That you were into that stuff like that. Like, I remember when you were doing, like, your Photoshop stuff, mm-hmm. like, right after high school. Like, you were you were mad into the Photoshop and all that stuff. Right. But then now, I seen you, like, doing some real, like, art art stuff. That is true. What's up with that? How'd you get into that? No, nah, I mean, I think, look, like, Usika told us, told you guys yeah. how we met. Like, I just started rapping. Yeah. I think it created... I don't know what it is. Creativity? What is it? Being creative, Usika? Okay. I think just some people have a natural... Yeah. They just, just want an, uh, some kind of outlet for creativity. Yeah, it just, And that was his. Correct. It's just creativity. Like, yeah. being willing... Like, when I had met him, I was probably already rapping in my head. I was... Yeah. I remember prior to meeting him, I was... I had, like, a computer at my house, and my little homie would pull up, and he would be playing Lil Wayne instrumentals off the yeah. Carter 3. You know, oh. you hear, like... You hear yeah. fucking Mr. Carter, if you if anybody on this podcast or whatever, yeah. if any of the is old enough, it, yeah, is old enough to understand like what what those instrumentals are. It's just yeah. crazy boom bap slash like with bass. Oh yeah. my god! And then he we would start rapping, and mm. it wasn't 
it wasn't nothing amazing. Yeah. But it was just already embedded in me, maybe. And also to, to I guess, re- recall even further back, I actually have a friend, um, and he used to skate. Mm-hmm. And I was young. I was way smaller than him. And I would pull up to his crib. And in his crib, he had all... I, I elaborated this in the class because I, as artists, yeah, like as actual artists, if, if you look into them, they always elaborate on what kind of led them to this little path of okay. creativity, right? So what they do, they elaborate on their childhood. So it made me think about my childhood, right? So mm-hmm. in my childhood, I remember going to his house because yeah. it's, not, it's not like my dad was out here drawing. Yeah. Right. It wasn't my mom. Yeah. So you get it from somewhere. You pick it up somewhere. You you naturally like Usika. Yeah, yeah. If he probably thinks back, what made him lean towards making a beat? He had he had, was in a little band or he played guitar, yeah. and it naturally leads into yeah something else, right? Yep. So I would go to this kid's house, and he was like a little skater, and it was his wall was flooded with fucking wallpapers of like yeah. you get me boards on the wall and then like you know these these brands they put like little graphic design on the bottom the little yeah. pig the little yeah. fucking uh the little flame mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what were those blind there's like so many oh, yeah, skating yeah, yeah. like baker you know and yeah. you look at these brands or whatever and you think it's so dope these little cartoons and i saw that he would make an effort to like try he would like do yeah. these things too and so um i would go home he was like older than me. He was like 13. Yeah. I'm seven. Uh-huh. I would go home, grab a little white piece of paper yeah. and try and draw it. And I think that's where I picked it up. Yeah. I mean, to elaborate on like what exactly like led to led to this little path of like creativity. Yeah. Because there are, there's there's an artist called Jeff Koons mm-hmm. and um, he had an interview. He elaborated on meeting Salvador Dali wow. when oh, he shit. was a lot younger. Right. His dad was an artist, but his mom told him to write a letter to him. And so he did, and he replied, and he said, yeah, come meet me at this hotel. They pulled no up. Way. He meets Salvador Dali. They take a picture. And, of course, as a child, it's going to excite you. Yeah. Right. Right? And now Jeff Koons, as an artist, he's worth, as he's, a, he's in pop culture, right? Yeah. So as an artist now, he's worth fucking billions, probably, yeah. his artwork. Like, he's, yeah. he's the highest paid American artist. Wow. In the world? American. American. Oh, oh, oh okay. So, current. Yeah, because right, right. Basquiat, I think, sold a, a piece not so long ago for a couple million. It's probably the highest paid American piece wow. by an American artist. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He held a record at one point. He yeah. sold it to like the Macy's uh, Day Parade. It was like wow. some flower piece. I think you guys have seen it. Definitely, you guys have seen it. You, I got uh, the balloons, the dog balloons, uh-huh. the clear oh, dog yeah, yeah, balloons. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. seen them at the the. Oh, at the, at, at the broad? Yeah, at the broad. Oh, you yeah, I've the, seen it. The I've cloud seen blooms, it. The, the flowers, the Michael Wait, that Jackson. Was him? Yeah, that's oh, him. I didn't Jeff know that. Koons. Look him up. Goat. Not really, but he cool. <laughs> um, you are the goat, Jeff Koons, if you're listening to this. Uh, and you want to yeah. sponsor the podcast? Yeah. I, yeah <laughs> I, I, got, I got other people over him, but. Um, but yeah, so, anyway. So, so um, that, yeah. that sparked this interest in art, if yeah. I had to go all the way back. Yeah. You know, because that's what you do as an artist. You need to understand. What 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 led to this path? Because in in the end, you're looking for influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're looking what's gonna make me original. Mm-hmm. What's right. gonna set me apart from everybody else? What is my style? What am I gonna leave behind? Right? You have these conversations with yourself. Eventually, so I got into graphic design, and um, and it just it just. It just pours out of me yeah, at times. Yeah. You know, it just pours out of you. Like, 
oh my god like i just become so like i'm very obsessive as well same thing with like working out i got into it a little bit yeah. became obsessed kind of okay. you get me like nothing's more important than this yeah like not on like i want to go spend two hours at the gym it's only two hours same thing with graphic design it became like i don't even, it's only like four hours yeah or like the same way i would stay up when i was 18 like writing little raps till like three in the morning like who the fuck does that like why are you doing that yeah you get what i'm saying it's yeah. just like i become slightly obsessed and so same thing with graphic design my dad got me a little laptop i said fuck yeah he and then we like it we went to like some fake ass computer store and he put some photoshop in it yeah and i'm in this bitch i'm on photoshop no talent either until <laughs> four in the morning bro until four in the morning the yeah four in the morning working on one fucking design like yeah. who who's on the fucking who's on photoshop for 10 hours as a as a 19 year old yeah. yeah you get what i'm saying yeah i don't know what what drives that in me sometimes i think it's calmed down i was a lot younger and so my 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 mind would run rampant i would just yeah. be like oh i'm the i'm the next basquiat i'm the next picasso uh -huh. you can't tell me nothing yeah, like yeah, literally it's just yeah. that obsessiveness you know and then and then you have that chip on your shoulder and you actually you actually drag it along into every every craft. Yeah. I don't know if he becomes. I don't know if Usika is competitive with music, but I know with art, that's a chip on my shoulder. Sometimes yeah. it's like, mm -hmm. I would. I don't know why I would tell myself, that, "Oh, there's another graphic designer out there. He's yeah. working right now. He's working like, harder than you." Shut your stupid ass up. Yeah. You you 18 in, <laughs> in a little room, like in the dark till four in the morning. Like my dad's waking up to go to work, looking at me like, "Why are you up?" oh fuck my bad like <laughs> I'm, i've been on the screen for fucking 10 hours just yeah. working oh. on a design and it's the same flower design remember the flower design oh the yeah 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 and it's like you know at first you're kind of generic as an artist yeah. you don't have a you don't have a sense of of identity identity right mm -hmm. so you, i was copying you copy um i don't know anybody and everybody yeah, yeah, obey yeah. was like one yeah. of the biggest like street artists at the time so I, of course you know everybody has an obey shirt Everybody has everybody has seen um everybody has seen an obey design in general, yeah. right? Yeah. And then what was what was nice about him was what he would advocate, right? It was like there was a political side to it. There was a meaning behind it, right? So right. then yeah. you kind of find you you find yourself in art. And then I guess what that led to Photoshop, Photoshop led and then I just picked up I just picked up drawing recently. It's only been like I told him last time I saw him, it was probably like a couple months. It's only been like a year of me mm. painting, really. Really. Since mm -hmm. last July. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I got my first board and I was like, I'm a I'm a creative piece. And it was actually inspired by Caravaggio. And if you look it up, there's um a, a Caravaggio piece he did right before he died as well. Um it it's of David and Goliath. Mm -hmm. And in that piece, um David is is holding Goliath's head, mm -hmm. right? And the the irony of that piece, what's pretty crazy, is that he was being hunted down, yeah, to to be killed, to be murdered. Because Caravaggio was pretty, he's pretty insane. I guess, I think he murdered a man, and he was oh, on the shit. run. No, he murdered a man, and he was on the run. And it was like he was off the Italian coast when he died, and um, he had the piece with him, and so. And so in that piece, David is ho holding Goliath's head, yeah. but he painted himself. As um, uh, he painted himself, he painted as, himself Goliath? as Goliath. Yeah. So oh, he's shit. this. He's the monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so he's he was gonna go. As what he was gonna go and give it to, 
to the king or whatever at the time who was hunting him and tell him, like, I'm sorry for what I've done. Yeah. I offer you my head. Yeah. Because he was going to, he was being, he was, they were going to murder him. They were yeah. going to kill him. Mm-hmm. So him, his offering was his head through the painting. That's yeah. crazy. Right? But he died before it even got to the, before yeah, yeah. he was able to give it to him. And, um. Did it ever get to him, the king? Did he ever see it? It got to him. Yeah. With the note and everything. Yeah. But but after I, you know, you look at art pieces, like, I've always been inspired by art in general or mm-hmm. design. Like, so, there's so many, like, things that, that inspire you and as an artist. But, you know, you, you make it kind of acute. Yeah. And then you realize, this is who I am. So, right now, I'm working I'm working on, on a series of, like, family and yeah. friends. Because... I realized the difficult part of making art to me mm-hmm. is connecting with it emotionally, right? So like I was in the I was in these classes, and people are explaining their pieces and they're crying. No people way, are crying. Bro. It's no like way. yeah, it's very therapeutic to some people. Yeah, yeah. They're elaborating on the meaning. Wow. And I'm looking at I'm looking at my I'm like. Damn, y'all really crying over this shit? <laughs> like, I'm just, uh, I'm just kind of good at this. That's why I kind of do it. Yeah, you feel me? Or like, yeah, or like. I think, I think that's dope, dog. Like yeah. the whole that someone could like cry trying to explain. Correct. Because it's, it's like a a deep part that you like put into to yeah. try to extract from within mm. and put on a page and try to convey that feeling that not everyone could pick up because. While you were doing it, you probably felt that exact emotion yeah. and all these other things happening at the same time. Yeah. That's and, dope, dog. And I feel like that's my problem with a lot of things. It's like, uh, I, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. But I kind of don't give a fuck about it too much. Okay. You get me? It's not like my whole life. Mm-hmm. This doesn't depict who I really am or like Yeah, yeah. You know, I just it's hard for me to completely like like just be emotionally attached to something. Yeah. It's like it's difficult. So people are over here spewing their souls, bro. Yeah. They're elaborating on like their mother's death. Wow. They're elaborating on family problems. Yeah. Alcoholism. Like people are out here just spilling their 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 deepest, darkest secrets. This is a fucking ther- therapy session. I'm just over here like, damn, these stories are lit. Yeah. <laughs> so you were you like, okay, I gotta come up with something interesting to say. And so then I'm piece. just nah. I, I don't be I don't be lying because I yeah. can't do that. Yeah. I just can't do it. I'm I'm kind of too honest. So I'm just like, yeah, you know, you feel me? This blue right here. <laughs> this is the color like, red. You see this, this blue color right green here? for y'all that never seen it. Yeah, shout out this blue right here. You feel me? This <laughs> shit. Shout out Nipsey Hustle. <laughs> Shout you know, out, on yeah, Crips. Yeah. I live on Hoover Street. Yeah. I fuck with blue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it Damn. is what it is. <laughs> so then I like li- I literally have to think to myself, like, like literally the the piece that inspired that that was inspired by Caravaggio, it just looked dope. Yeah. And I knew it would look hard if I painted it. It just looks dope. Yeah. And so I was just like, but it wasn't like no emotional attachment. The most the most I could I was gonna do with it was paint a crown on it. Mm-hmm. Right, and it was supposed to be, and like the 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 head was supposed to, the head, the guy holding the head, which was yeah. me holding my own head, also yeah. kind of like because of what Car- yeah, yeah. Caravaggio did. Um, it was supposed to be the crown. The guy, the head, yeah. the dead head, was supposed to be wearing a crown with some chains, some jewelry or whatever, yeah. and it was supposed to represent the death of capitalism. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. so that's like you know. That's kind of it. Kind of goes back to that whole Bay thing. Like it has to have a meaning to it. Yeah, art has to have something, you know. 
Um, so, and, the, so then, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Um, uh, so then, what what is the end game for you with this? If if game? there is an end game, yeah. So I've been thinking about that recently as well. Oh. And the end game is soon. <laughs> the end game is is that's it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm done. I, really, the end game is. Yeah, because with these pieces that I'm doing, it's kind of like I think I reached the epitome epitome of like all these types of art. So I've I've basically written poetry, mm-hmm. or like I tried to, I I tried to do graphic design. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. I tried to do. Now I'm 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 drawing and I'm painting. Yeah, and then the this is it. This is kind of like okay, you can't as a as a person like I'm just like thinking i thought to myself what was what's the most meaningful thing in my life i have to go like that deep Mm -hmm. you get me and i came up with my family my parents Mm -hmm. so that's why these two the two pieces i painted recently were of my my mom and my dad yeah and then i painted one of my little cousin Mm -hmm. and i feel like these are my best pieces and after that that's it like this is Wow. So the end game is keep going as long as I'm inspired. Uh-huh. And the second I'm not, that's it. Like that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I think because that should be it with, with anybody who's into any kind of art. Like whether, you know, like if you're playing drums, you know, or if I'm making music or you're doing your art, like the the minute it starts getting boring or you, the minute you don't start, li- you, you stop liking it, is the exact minute that you should stop doing it. Mm-hmm. You know? Because... Correct. Because with art, I mean, and all of us here, all three of us, yeah. you know, we have our own ways of, of, of producing art. Whether it's yeah. me through through music production, Beast through drumming, and you through painting. You know, all of us, whenever we're, we're in our zone and we're doing something, you know, we're, we're in it. And there's something behind that. And we're not just like, you know, just kind of doing it for like, I, mean, I ain't got nothing better to do. No, it's because we enjoy it. There, We yeah. get like, it's almost like our workout. It's like a creative workout for us. Like if we're in the gym, Correct. you know, you like when you finish, let's say, for example, you, you you're trying to uh, fucking cover a song or whatever. Yeah. Right. And you do it perfectly to the T and the song finishes and you're fucking done and you're fucking you're just your fucking soul drops out of your body because you're like, fuck, I finally finished that fucking song. Yeah. And with you, I'm sure it's the same thing. Like when you look at a piece. And you start analyzing it and you start seeing, okay, it's missing this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And then you finally step back and you see it in its entirety and you look at it and you're like, this is exactly the vision that I had. Correct. And it's the same thing with me. When I hear something in my head and I'm going through all these fucking sounds trying to figure out what the mm-hmm. fuck to put into it. Mm-hmm. And then I send it to an artist or whatever and they sing on it or whatever the fuck. And then the final product comes back to me and I listen to it and I'm like, this was my fucking vision for this song. And it's, it's, yeah. um, it's gratifying. It's gratifying. With, with me, when it comes to the drums, I think it's a bit different. I feel like I, when I work on design and stuff, I get I get that portion of things. But with the mm-hmm. drums, it's always been um, feeling. It's yeah, it's, emotion. It's like it's everything. Like it's it's that feeling, emotion, and it's like when I'm playing the drums, bro. It's like it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's not about uh, getting better. It's not about uh, like pleasing. It's just about being in the moment and feeling the groove, feeling the mm-hmm. vibe, and and enjoying that. And it's always brought me like yeah. peace. It's always brought me joy. So that's why I've been doing the drums for so long. And and I I never feel like I'll I'll ever be like 
I'm over this shit. Because, like, yeah. drums have turned to me, like, I think one of the staples in my life has always been music. And the drums, a huge part of that. So I just stay doing that, dog. Like, even now that I'm in a time period when I'm not doing it as much, it's like every day is a reminder, bro. Because I, I follow a bunch of drummers. I I do, like, it's something I got so used to doing every day that I just love playing the drums. Like, it's, like, therapeutic and... When I get the privilege yeah. to play with people, like people that are vibing on that same level, is crazy, dog. Bro, it's funny because this man be like watching TV and just goes, uh, yeah, like starts like drum, yeah, like yeah. tapping on his fucking knees and shit, or like he'll start humming. Yeah. You're like, hmm, 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 and then you just hear, yeah, it's an artist wave. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it doesn't I'm stop. Kick doing. drum and shit. It doesn't stop. I remember like when I was like trying to rap or whatever, mm-hmm. I would be freestyling while walking, oh, yeah. I'm walking home, mm-hmm. freestyling my head. Yeah. You know, you just rhyming shit. Yeah, like yeah. you just rhyming and rhyming. It's just obsessiveness. Yeah. yeah. I feel like what well, everything that I'm hearing from you, you have like this deep sense of creativity though. Yeah. That's like coming out of you and you're figuring out like you you're just saying that it's that whole side of creativity has taken you on different wavelengths throughout your life. Like, yeah. With design, it's with rapping, too, with though. writing, and yeah. now like stepping into like art and shit. Like yeah. I think that's that's dope that someone could have so much creativity spewing out of them that you're, you're just saying, touching yeah. like different levels. Because believe it or not, we all are a part of that creativity aspect. Where me, you, even Larry, like all of us, all the circle is somewhat a part of the creative aspect. There are people out there that will not understand what Ernie's saying. Yeah. About needing to express themselves creatively. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna go through life thinking about you know. Uh, who knows what they're thinking about, but I feel like I've heard this before. There's creativeness in everybody. There's yeah. an artist in everybody in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And if you find that, then perfect. You ha- you You're find, not wrong. I think f- there's, like, design in so much. There's design and yeah. or, like, art and everything, like mathematicians. Like, there's people who, who love coding. Yeah. You yeah. Know, coding through computers. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. kids out there who just... This is like their life. They love this shit. They love yeah. figuring out what's wrong. Like there's this genius kid who um who people hire him just to find yeah. a bug. Find the bug. No. And he's there loving it. He's loving no every way. second. He's like sixteen years old. He doesn't give a Dang, fuck. He's creating multiple apps. Yeah. Yeah. I wish yeah. I knew his name to reference to, to yeah, yeah. you know, for everybody to reference him. But yeah. That's crazy. It's yeah, just dog. like yeah, it's just it's a zone you find in, yeah. in these things. It's like um yeah, every your brain and uh, that's what it that's what it also is that I've realized like I start daydreaming while working. Yeah. And I you know so basically what what occurs when we're in this in this zone is like our frontal cortex is just yeah. that's the only thing that's on. Mhm. Everything the else only is shut thing, off. Everything else is yeah. not important at this time. Right. What's what's important is the yeah. moment. The yeah. moment you're in, you know? And that's what people find in sports. We've discussed yeah. yep. sports, yep. competitiveness, you know, you're in that zone. You're, nothing else matters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everything's quiet except for that little voice in your head telling you to like figure out, figure yeah, out the yeah. problem. That's it. Yeah. And that's the that's what that's what's amazing about uh, about art or sports or or whatever. That's what it dog. That's dope. Whatever, wherever you find that yeah. Yeah. euphoric feeling and shit. Yeah. I, I I always try to encourage people to find some kind of creative outlet, and I think a lot of people. I forgot where when I saw this or when I realized this that uh the that the I think LAUSD was like 
has been consistently trying to undercut like yeah. arts programs and yeah, stuff. Bro. And I think what people don't realize is that exposing somebody to art, whether it's singing, dancing, you know, painting, photography, all these things are, are a form of art. Um, when you expose a child to art, um, I just feel like they become a lot more, not happier, but they find a better vice yeah. to express themselves through, whether it's anger, sadness, happiness. And, you know, when you put people in these kind of after-school programs that help them focus their attention on on painting and stuff, it minimizes their chances of going out and finding that shit in the streets, yeah. like getting, like, like uh, filling the void with drugs and shit, you know? And so... I always encourage people to to tap into like, you know, figuring out what their kid likes to do. Maybe their kid likes to sing. Maybe their kid likes to break dance or I don't know, something like that, you know, or even putting them in a sport. Um, just find something that lets people express their anger, their sadness, their frustrations, their happiness and all yeah. that stuff. And I think art is like the best, the best place to start is art, I think. And uh, yeah, I think. With that, we're getting to about two hours. No way. We're at two forty two uh Bro, an hour and forty five minutes right you know now. What's it crazy? didn't seem that I long. It didn't seem that long, but having having Ernie here, I feel like we could go deep, dog. Like we haven't even uh, oh, yeah. scratched the surface. No, we haven't scratched, we haven't the scratched the surface, bro. <laughs> Cause it's it's definitely intriguing, like to hear uh different uh perspectives that you have on things. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. but I think it's cool, dog, because this is gonna, you know, anybody who's out there thinking about where art is leading them to mm. like they're hearing a perspective from a creator you know anyone who's thinking about the fitness realm or, and getting in shape and health and, and like feeling into that this yeah. podcast uh they're gonna be able to find something for either one of those two yeah i definitely yeah. agree and especially in times like this like just think about the year we're having right oh like yeah with it's kind of like somebody sent me a a little a little quote the role of the artist is to make the re- revolution irresistible and yeah. it's just to Ooh. make like propaganda, something yeah. you see what's going on in the world. And I think as artists, yeah. you should speak on it in however you can, yeah. in however, in any way you can. And yeah. because there's a lot of wrongdoing, there's a lot of mediocrity out there in the world, you know. Yeah. And um, I think art is definitely a way to advocate um, just that people should be flourishing in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Yeah, especially through creativity. Yeah. Because you're right, like, same way you find a peace of mind in going to the gym or going for a run, that is is the same peace of mind you need to find that you can possibly find through creativity, right? Yep, exactly. That's beautiful. And yeah. I think we're kind of like testimonies to that. Yeah. Right? I, I definitely agree on that. Yeah. That was, that was that was beautiful. I love that quote. <laughs> Might have to put it in the description. Everybody snap your fingers. That was right a dumb quote. <laughs> Yo, Ernie, right. it's a it's a pleasure having you here, dog. It was a pleasure uh having you on the podcast, dog. Yeah, we really appreciate you um taking the time out of your day to to come and talk with us and to hopefully inspire people. We always yeah. want to have people on here that are funny and uh, yeah, obviously the entertainment value, yeah. but you know, whenever we can get something that somebody will listen to and feel inspired or they might be in your shoes, you know, they might be somebody who's thinking about getting into art. Yeah. and don't know like you know the ins and outs of it or whatever they they've heard a little bit a small bit yeah, of yeah, what that's like fingers and, crossed and that yeah, hopefully inspires them job. to that inspires them to to go forward so yeah again we, we thank you for being on here um we'd love obviously we'd love to have you back 
Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, we appreciate your time, dog. And I think I just want to say, man, I yeah. love what you guys are doing here. Hey. Honestly, oh, you guys you. are two individuals I love and I hold hey. dear to Aww. my heart. Obviously, Dang, y'all you know. funny as fuck. <laughs> um, and we do what I hope, we can. And I hope y'all only get hotter in the streets because I, hey. I hear your name around there. You, guys. Hey. you hear people talking? I hear the, the people streets talking. Is talking. But honestly, talking. though, yeah. I feel like uh, hopefully people who listen to this, like our friends or close friends or whatever, I hope yeah. y'all pass this on because... You guys are doing something yeah. that's important, and you guys have good intentions behind it. And yeah. people who love discussions, right? Say you're in the car ride on your way home. Yeah. Why can't you press play? Yeah. Yep. Why Give us a share? couple of minutes. Of exactly. Your day. You're not doing minutes. shit anyway. Hey man, maybe maybe we, we could cut this down to like some clips. That yeah. I, you know, a little fifteen minute clips. Why can't you give my friends here yeah. at the the Necked Out Podcast. The Necked Out <laughs> Podcast. Five, min- five, five minutes, 15 minutes of yeah, your I'll day. You, Bro, we, As, we, we put up like less than one minute like clips on our correct. Instagram. And I love it. And I love it. I love it because I feel like y'all should be supported. As, as my friends and I hope people who I know can support you guys because it's only correct. Like Appreciate who who that. else? I don't know anybody else starting a podcast. And I love podcasts. I love listening to discussions. Yeah. Whether it's brilliant idiots, whether it's fucking TED Talk, I know. Yeah. And you know, I'm sure that's exactly yeah. the duality you guys are looking for to be entertaining and influential and or informative to yeah. What, yeah. to the to the times we're in. Yeah. And um, I can't wait to hear the next podcast. I don't need to be on it to listen. <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot wait, honestly. And I love what you guys are doing here. Appreciate no, you, brother. No, I appreciate well, that. Well, I highly no, suggest no. you listen back to this podcast because we've listened back to our own yeah. podcast and we just Dying? die of fucking laughter. Because like, yeah, in the moment, obviously, like we're talking and the conversation is going. Yeah. But when you become a spectator, when you're a listener and not the person hosting or talking or whatever, yeah. you catch certain things. Yeah. Like, they were, like that one uh, where you were talking about cheating off your test or whatever. And you're like, <laughs> I had to. And I did yeah. that little, you stupid thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then like jokes, we caught bro. it. And like I knew I did it in the moment, in yeah. the moment but I had forgotten. Yeah, yeah, so when yeah, we heard it back, yeah. we were fucking dying. Yeah, so. Dude. I can't wait. I can't so, wait. Listen back to this yeah, podcast. Get, sure, bro. Yo, you're somebody that we could have, like, again, because there's just so many, like, stories that we both have. And I oh, think, we didn't even get into, like, And I feel like stories. we didn't even get into, like, yeah. certain topics that I feel like you'd be really good at, like, giving yeah. your perspective at. Maybe. We kind we kind of like danced a little around one, but I feel Tip-toed like. Tiptoed a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Next time Tip-toed. we could we could got a little something, something good for you, dog. What's yeah. up? We'll definitely have you back for sure. Yeah. All right. We're, well, we're going right, to call y'all. it there. So once again, you guys, thanks again for listening. We really appreciate we appreciate you guys tuning in. We got, Again, we want to thank Ernie, Nando, Ernesto, our brother, our brother for coming on. And yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. Once again, my name is Usika. Peace. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.